Hey, glad you can make it. And welcome to the Employee Cycle Podcast, where we talk to HR innovators, thought leaders, and even some disruptors about the latest in HR trends, HR tech, and you guessed it, HR data. Well, you've heard enough of me talking. Now let's start the show, 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 show. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Employee Cycle Podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Marable, CEO of Employee Cycle. And you know us, we're that HR dashboard company that's helping to automate your HR reporting and analytics process. Tired of pulling messy, crappy spreadsheets from a bunch of different HR systems? Check out EmployeeCycle.com. We have a dashboard with pre-built integration connectors to the most popular HR systems out there. Systems like Bamboo HR, Namely, ADP, Trinet, Pelocity, Greenhouse, Lever, 15.5, Reflective. Too many systems for me to say without running out of breath. Simply go, connect your systems, and you and your HR team can view, track, share, and analyze all your data from one place. Go to EmployeeCycle.com. Check us out. We'd love to give you a demo. But that's enough about me and our company, because today we have a great guest. So please help me welcome to the show, Jeremy Parker, co-founder and CEO at Swag.com. And today we're discussing why should you buy swag for your employees? Jeremy, welcome to the podcast. Woo! Jeremy, welcome! Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love the intro. Appreciate it. Of course, of course. Our audience here is just so thrilled to have you here. So... Uh, they're a rowdy bunch, but I, I keep them at bay. So, Jeremy, we're going to kick this thing off the best way we know how, and that's by asking you, how did you end up in the wonderful world of HR? That's a good question. So when I started the business in uh, early 2016, and I knew I wanted to build the next generation swag platform, really trying to give a great buying experience that was lacking, a really curated experience, not overwhelming customers with too many options making it really easy for customers to not only find what they're looking for, but design it and buy it in a matter of seconds. And I had this vision of what the platform should look like, but we didn't really know who we should go after as our first customer. You know, there's all these different divisions within the organization that buy swag. There's the office manager that buys swag for, you know, company culture. And then there's the HR team that buys swag for onboarding new hires. And there's the sales team that buys swag for engaging with leads to help close sales. And the marketing team that buys swag to engage with their best customers or to humanize virtual events or online events or even real person events before COVID. So there's all these different divisions that are buying swag and really who do you go after from day one? And speaking with all the customers, we realized that HR managers and office managers was the first kind of customer that we should be going after. And the reason is they're frankly not as focused on a lot. There's a lot more people and a lot more companies that are going after the marketing teams um, and the sales teams. And we realized with HR and, and, and office managers, they're, they're many times overlooked. And we really wanted to kind of focus on them and make sure that they knew that they could have a service where we're going to be there for them and help them and guide them that will make their lives a lot easier. And it's so important in company culture. And how do you keep companies together and connected? And we felt like Swag could really do that and could really be helpful. So launched in 2016, and we've been growing, thank God, for the last five years. We now have over 5,000 companies ranging from Facebook and Google and Netflix and TikTok and Spotify. And we're really helping all these organizations, all these HR teams, really onboard their new hires in the right way or build that company culture, especially nowadays where everyone's so disconnected, really trying to allow companies to stay more connected than ever. That is awesome. And before we get started, I have to ask you a very serious question. How did you buy swag.com? How did you get swag.com? That's an awesome domain name. And I, did you, did you, 
raise ten million dollars to buy it? Did you? <laughs> no, no, not at all. It was, you know, I, like every startup, you usually start with very limited resources, and we wanted to buy the Swag.com name. It was very important for us for our strategy, and the reason is we wanted to turn offline conversations to online purchasing. I kept thinking about that, turning offline to online. And usually in marketing, you get in front of a you know, potential buyer. Um, if it's a consumer product, right? You're, you're selling a pair of sneakers or candy or whatever you're selling. They could buy it. It's an impulse buy, right? They could buy it right then and there. But with Swag, it's bought on behalf of your company. It's usually around a specific event or a specific reason. You see an ad for Swag. You're not necessarily going to buy Swag right then and there. It could happen eight months later. So what we want to do is just make sure that people who saw the name Swag.com you know, we'll remember it. So eight months later, when their boss says, hey, we need to buy swag, it automatically triggers them to go to swag.com and check out. So it's a very important name to own. But frankly, obviously, as you say, it's a four-letter domain name. It kind of defines the industry and it was very expensive. So the buyer, the original owner was asking you know, a little bit over $1 million for it, about $1.2 million. And we obviously didn't have that money. But over a period of six months of negotiating, what we were able to do is work on a deal where we would exclusively license the domain name for a two-year period with the option to buy. So what it allowed us to do is start the business from day one, having the swag.com brand. Um, and then ultimately, based on our sales, based on our growth, based on whatever, we were able to then prove out the model and we could then use that money to purchase the, the name. So that's what we ultimately did. We negotiated the deal down from 1.2 to closer to $200,000. And then over the first six months, really built up a customer base and made sales and were able to actually use that money to purchase the name in full. Wow. I was not expecting that full story behind it, but I am so glad you shared it. That is that is awesome. And I didn't even know you could license domain names. Like I didn't either, honestly. I, when I was talking to them, I was trying to make something up because we frankly wanted the name. We thought it was very powerful, but we didn't have the money and we were kind of at a standstill. So we thought maybe we'd throw out this kind of Hail Mary idea that he would go for it. And, and it, he went for it. I love the hustle. Thank you. Appreciate it. So today we're talking about why should you buy swag for your employees? So I think we should just start with that. Why? Well, what are the use cases? What makes the most sense? And then we can go into the types of swag and how often and all that. But the big question is, why should you do it? Right. So obviously, there's different divisions within the organization that buy swag. And they do it for very different reasons. Now, I would say for HR teams and for office managers, they buy swag for building of the company culture. Imagine, Bruce, you're walking down the street and you see somebody wearing you know, the college you went to t-shirt or your favorite sports team. You have the instant connection with that person. You don't even know their name. You don't know what they do. You have the instant connection. And that's the same thing with companies. You know, people, you want to connect people around the shared mission. You want to show your employees and your teammates that you value them, that you care. So giving them something of, of swag and high quality swag, really, that's what we really focus on. It's not the throwaway stuff. It's not the stuff that's going to end up in the trash, costing your company and tarnishing your brand. What we've done is we've curated the best of what's out there. So instead of offering a thousand mugs, we only offer the top 25 mugs, top 25 t-shirts, top 25 water bottles. We make it really easy for customers to not only find what they're looking for, design it and buy it and know that it's going to be really quality. And by giving your coworkers, your teammates, um, high quality swag, they're going to keep it. They're going to feel that connection to that brand. And by the way, it doesn't have to be, look at me, I'm a walking billboard. I'm wearing this t-shirt. It could be a pair of socks. It could be a mug. It could be something like we did a bag for Facebook where we actually printed the Facebook logo inside the inside of the bag. So no one even sees it on the outside, but it's about the person receiving it and then feeling that connection to the brand and then becoming a loyal evangelist, a team member, a family member. It's all about forming that connection. That's pretty cool. The the inside printing of the logo. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought to do that, but that's pretty unique. 
So I'm assuming that the use case here and the most popular reason why HR and office managers are buying swag is for new employee onboarding, or is it, or is it for other use cases as well? Well, that's for HR. I would say it's for new onboarding, onboarding, and also for just company culture building. You know, everyone's working remote at this point. No one's in the office. How do you keep that company culture thriving, even if you're not seeing that person every day? So, being able to send them some swag in the mail and showing that you care, or around a specific event, or you know. So for, for whatever reason. Now, that, that's the kind of the HR and the office managers. The marketing team buys swag for a very different reason. You know, we like to think of swag as a really amazing marketing channel. You know, everybody is programmatically set to avoid ads at all costs, right? You, you're watching TV and people fast forward through commercials, or you're reading a magazine and you flip through the ads to get to the content, or you're browsing online and there's ad blockers, right? And you're able to browse the internet without ads. But when you give somebody something really high quality, a piece of swag that's really high quality, they say thank you. It's really the only marketing where people say thank you, but it has to be high quality. It has to be something that they're actually going to value. So there's different use cases or reasons for why people want to buy swag. We have sales teams that buy swag to send it to leads in the mail to try to help close sales. But for the HR and office managers, it's all about company culture. It's all about setting the right tone. It's all about showing their employees that they care and that forming this cohesiveness and this family-like atmosphere. And swag does a really great job of that. Got it. So most of our listeners and audience are HR and people ops leaders. And as they're listening to this, I'm sure they're getting excited. If they already buy swag, they're going to check out the site and see what you have. But if they don't do this, and if one of their top goals, which I hear all the time, is about remote onboarding and, to your point, making people feel connected to the company into a greater mission than just sitting at home wherever they're working, let's walk through the process of doing this right. So first step, what's the very first thing that an HR leader should do when they're thinking about buying swag? Right. So when you go to our website, what we've done is we've curated the entire experience, very limited uh, selection of products, but everything has been hand-selected and vetted by our product team. So let's imagine they're looking to buy a water bottle or you pick a product. I guess the first step is to pick a product that you find you think will be impactful for your audience. So I like to tell our customers to buy products that you know that they'll use every day. Don't think about like the most tchotchke thing or the most unique thing. It doesn't really have to be that. Or you can only don't even have to think about necessarily look at me on a walking billboard of wearing you know t-shirts and sweatshirts. And all those are great things, and we sell a lot of those. But think about products that they're going to use on a daily basis because that's really going to get the biggest impact. And make sure it's high quality. So when they go to our site and they find the product and they upload the design, they buy it during the checkout flow on our site. There's two options. They could number one send it to their office, which was historically the main reason why people use it to send it to their office. But now, since everyone's working remote, they can click on a button that says, hold my swag in inventory. So you can think of our swag distribution platform as like your online swag closet. So they can manage all of their inventory in real time. And they can say, you know what? I want the marketing team to get access to the marketing closet and the HR team to get access to the HR closet versus the sales team gets access to the sales closet. And you can really break it down by department, location, permission settings, budget approvals, etc. We built out a really robust system that's fully connected to our e-commerce experience. Now, once you buy swag and you have everything in your inventory, you can send it to one address, you can upload the CSV file and send it to thousands of different addresses at once. And if you don't have the recipient's address, we've created tools where you can create a giveaway landing page. You know, the HR manager can upload their logo and their colors, and they can say, they can send to all new hires, hey, so happy to have you on the, on the team. Please select your t-shirt. Please select your t-shirt size. Input your address. Select which water bottle you want. You give your recipients options as well. That will all speak to our system and we can handle distribution. So we really built our platform to be 
workable and easy to use for this new remote kind of work environment that we're all in. That's pretty cool. My next question was actually about how do you customize the sizes and the things that people need without them trying it on. But I think you gave me a good answer to that. But to surface this up to the top on a more strategic level, as you're thinking about budget and what types of things we should buy based off of our company size or our company maturity, how do you find HR leaders typically going through that? And how would you help them through that process? Yeah, that's a great question. And for us, it, it really depends. Every company is different. Every company you know, has different budgets in mind or different kind of how much they, they value swag and how much they really want to onboard the new hires. And we have a lot of companies that they say they come to us and say we have $50 per employee. Right. And then we have other companies say this new hire box, we want to do it a $200 box to really give them the onboarding experience. Think of it you know, like you're, you're spending all this money to give them a great experience when they're in the office. Now that they're not in the office, typically, how do you give them that same type of experience? And many times you can even save a lot of money because you're usually spending a lot more uh, when they're in the office. And how do you give them that same kind of experience when they're not in the office? So really trying to think through the types of products and really the use case for while they'll need it. Like we have customers who buy um, humidifiers for their employees, right? Or speakers or pots and pans, like things that you wouldn't even think about because that's going to be the, the, the big use case for people who are living at home and working at home and this new kind of remote work environment. So just really think about who your employees are, what their work home setup is going to be like, and then figure out what products make the most sense for each individual. And that's how I like to think. It's really on a case-by-case basis. But what's become really popular in what we do is also we have this whole swag-in-the-box platform where you basically could build fully custom-branded boxes. So the outside of the box, inside will have a custom note card with crinkle paper, three or four different products, all custom-branded, snack food, all pre-kitted so that when it gets and delivers to your new employee's home, it all comes really beautifully packaged and everything, the details really matter. And I see it firsthand. It's not just the products that you're choosing. It's not just the quality that you're choosing. It's it's how everything is kind of displayed and packaged. It all makes an impact. It's all really important. In regards to minimums, and we were joking about this before we started the interview, what does that typically look like? And at what size, what headcount size do you typically find that most companies are thinking about this? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, most companies that we work with have between 20 employees and you know, 10,000 employees. Uh, we do have a lot of smaller startups also that do things, but they're usually not buying it for their team, the swag. They're buying it for some of their team, but also for investors or for leads or for potential marketing. One of our biggest customers actually was a team of 10 people. And they were buying hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of swag because they were using swag for giving it away to their best customers, right? And you could be a, a small team of 10 people and still have thousands and thousands of customers. And that's very, it's a very big use case for us as well. Um, so it really can, can range. It, it depends on the use case. But on our site, typical products have about a 24 product minimum, but we have about 100 products on our site that have less than 10. So if you really need a smaller minimum, we have it. We have those products to offer. If you're willing to buy a little bit more, we have that as well. And we see a lot of our customers who they might not need 20 t-shirts right now, but they would buy even 40 t-shirts up front because we're going to hold it in our warehouse for them and they could use it you know, over the next year or so. And they could send one t-shirt to every new hire as they join. So they get the bulk savings and the quality of buying bulk, but now they're able to actually disperse it and distribute it on a one-off basis as well. Do you have any insight into which swag products or swag gifts the employees themselves love the most? Do you get any feedback around that? 
Yeah, I, it's something that is actually kind of surprising to me. The two most popular products on our site, and it makes sense over time, I'm not learning this, is drinkware, so water bottles and mugs and socks. And it's kind of different than what most people think of swag. Everyone thinks of swag as, you know, you're wearing a hat or a jacket or a sweatshirt, and they like all those things also, but they want things that they could use every single day. So not only customers like it, employees like it, but but everyone likes it because it really reemphasizes our customers' brands and it gets the, the user who's actually ultimately using the product, it gets them to use something valuable every single day. And then socks is kind of fun where no one really sees the socks you wear, rarely, but it's the person who's wearing the socks and they feel this connection to the brand. And that's really what swag is. I believe that swag has become. It's not necessarily about looking at me on a walking billboard. It's really about the person who's receiving the products and making sure that they really, truly love the products and they're going to wear it. And ultimately, they'll become an evangelist for the brand and they'll be shouting it from the rooftops. So you don't have to start off as, as I'm a walking billboard, but you ultimately will get there if you give them something of quality and something that they value. And I know you said that you shouldn't try to go totally out of your way to get the most unique or specific gifts, but what are some of those very unique or out-of-the-box types of gifts or products that you have that you wouldn't think you would carry and then employees wouldn't even expect to receive. But once they do, they think that this is awesome. Yeah, that's a great question. We have a well, one of a, a product that I never thought would really sell well, but it's becoming a huge seller for us. We sell Allbirds sneakers on our site and people can put the logo on the Allbirds and it's become a huge hit. People love wearing shoes with like the Google or Netflix or LinkedIn logo on it. it makes them feel really, really connected. It's a really high quality product. Um, we sold a lot. It's, I, I thought it was a joke when we put it on the site, but my team, and I trust them more than ever, were saying that, no, this is going to be something that people are actually going to want. It's going to be a great work from home type of gift. But we sell cast iron skillets. Like a, like a really nice <laughs> hand where you can print the logo on the inside. And I thought that was hilarious, but we've sold a lot of them. And I think companies being able to engage with their remote team and say, here's something that can make your lives a little easier at home is something fun. Um, but it really has to be quality. That's, at, at the end of the day, whenever you buy for your team or if you buy for your customers or your leads or whoever you're giving swag to, it really needs to be quality. And, and we do a really great job of curating and making sure that nothing is on our site that's something that we wouldn't personally want for ourselves. And then last question, for all the HR leaders out there listening, if there was only one thing that you would want them to remember in regards to their process of buying swag for their employees, what would it be? Yeah, I think for us, it's, it's quality matters. Quality makes a difference. Quality is a differentiator and quality will make the impact that you really want. Um, you don't want to send somebody something in the mail or that they're never going to use. It just, it, it's not going to be, it's just a waste of money. It's not good for the environment. Really try to focus on products that you know that they'll actually love, they'll value, they'll use. And especially with HR managers trying to navigate how to onboard the remote team in the right way. Swag is such a, a simple, we made it really simple. What it was not as simple before, but we made it really simple to buy swag, to hold swag in inventory and distribute it to wherever you need it. We take out all of the manual work and make it really simple for you. And it really makes such an impact for your team. So we recommend it. Obviously, you know, we love swag. We think it's a really impactful thing. And we would love to work with you in the future. Jeremy, thanks so much for being such an awesome podcast guest and for having bringing such a fun topic to the table as well. I really enjoyed this conversation. So thanks so much for being on the show. Woo! So I usually ask where can people find you and your company, but swag.com clearly is the place where people can find you. But where's the best place to find you on the socials? 
Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. Check me out, uh, Jeremy Parker on LinkedIn. Please reach out or Twitter. Yo, can I kick it? Is my uh, it's based on a tribe called Quest Rap Group. <laughs> so uh, check me out there. And obviously, Jeremy at swag.com if you ever need any help. That's swag.com. And uh, love to love to work with you guys. Awesome. So thanks for including all that info. We'll definitely include that in the show notes. So for everyone out there listening, if you enjoyed this fun episode as much as Jeremy and I did making it, please, 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 please leave us a five star on iTunes and leave us a note. And if you want to drop in what's your favorite part of swag, let us know. Also, if this is your very first time listening to this podcast and then you're hungry for more episodes, please subscribe to the Employee Cycle Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast platforms. And last but not least, all of you super awesome HR and people leaders out there, please continue to hire, train, and retain the best workforce possible. Thanks. Later, kids.